Do you have a few minutes? This is Dr. Karen Bonney. Today, we're going to talk about thrill seekers, otherwise known as Epicureans, pleasure mongers, pleasure seekers, adrenaline junkies, or desperados. Every thrill seeker knows the feeling. Your heart's pounding, your hands are sweaty, your blood is racing, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're plunging through the air 15,000 feet above the earth, clinging to a parachute that, to be honest, may in fact fail. But who cares? Thrill seekers crave the rush. They thrive on it, to be exact. It offers them stimulation. It offers them a challenge. They do it because they were born to be wild. So who are these individuals? We've all heard of the normal four different personality types, right? Personality type A is kind of like the director, very goal-oriented, risk-taking, really good under pressure. And then there's type B, which is more like the socializer, relationship-oriented, very outgoing, super enthusiastic. And then type C, the thinker, very detail-oriented, logical, and super prepared. And lastly, type D, the supporter, also very task-oriented, very stabilizing, a little cautious. But where does a risk-taker fall into those categories? In the 1980s, the type T personality was created. Type T has been described as a personality dimension referring to individuals who are stimulation-seeking, excitement-seeking, thrill-seeking, arousal-seeking, and risk-taking. So why do they seek out all these risks and thrills? Neurochemicals like dopamine and testosterone appear to affect how inclined someone is to play it safe or live on the wild side. Other factors that influence the risk-taking ability are actually the amount of white matter in the brain and other factors like psychological-rooted personality traits. The rush starts in the amygdala, a bundle of neurons at the base of the brain responsible for assessing the unknown. In a thrill-seeking situation, which almost always poses some sort of risk, whether it's perceived or real, the amygdala registers that risk, then releases a combination of dopamine, adrenaline, endorphins, and other chemicals in order to protect our body against the risk. At the peak of this release, every bodily function, chemical brain reaction, and sensory input is hyper-focused on the experience. No matter what type of thrill a person is seeking, the reaction triggers an increase in testosterone. Your vision narrows, adrenaline shoots into your body, which also increases your heart rate, with the heart beating faster, we get more oxygen. The body redirects the oxygen to the brain as fast as it can. The feeling often lasts less than 30 seconds, and the immediate aftermath is another flood of mood-boosting chemicals. And this is what leads to thrill seekers. They chase the process again and again. And I can definitely vouch for that. I can speak to my own personal experiences with thrill-seeking. I definitely would agree that I have some type T characteristics. For someone like me, who is kind of a control freak, I was actually surprised by my own interest in skydiving. 
I love the idea of letting go of all control and letting someone else be in charge of the jump. I've had the pleasure of skydiving in two fun locations. My first jump was in the deserts outside of Las Vegas, and my second jump was over the beautiful waters of Hawaii. So I consider myself a destination skydiver. I've done the desert vibe. I've done the wet, beautiful water vibe. Next on my list is a winter jump. I want like a white snow-capped mountain vibe. The way I describe jumping out of an airplane to my friends is that in a matter of just a few short minutes, you get to experience an extreme change in life. You go from the scary plummeting speeds, extreme winds against your entire body, loud rush of air in your ears, feeling very out of control to an immediate 360 degree switch where everything goes silent and you just begin to float. It's an insane transition. And I just don't know of any other moment in my life or in anyone's life that's similar. Skydiving to me is a very crazy experience where you're fortunate to experience so many senses all within a matter of a few minutes. It's incredible. I would say the same for tattoos. There's a thrill to me associated with being creative with a permanent representation of my life and my experiences in the form of art on my body. There's a certain level of pain associated with this pleasure, and it's just very satisfying. I think a lot of us would agree that we seek out things that bring us back to neutral and back to our homeostasis kind of state. So if a thrill seeker enjoys the thrill of the chase and the adrenaline, it would make perfect sense that in a world of chaos, when things are kind of spiraling out of control, the thrill seeker would look towards risky situations to kind of regain that balance and to get back to that centered feeling. That's definitely what I do. Right before I moved up here to Massachusetts, I very much felt like my world was kind of spiraling out of control. Everything was going to be changing in the near, near future for me. And it was funny, but it makes sense. I also was craving another tattoo. You crave the things that feel good to you, especially when everything is crumbling around you. You seek out the things that you know are true and the things that you expect to feel a certain way. So it makes perfect sense why I chose to end up getting two tattoos right before I moved. Whether it's a tattoo, or skydiving, or rock climbing, or zip lining, or demolition derby driving, we all fall on a different place along the spectrum of personalities. Sometimes you're strictly one type, type A. Sometimes you're a combination of the types. More often than not, there's a slight variety within each of us. Being accepting of each other's differences and passions helps us to all get along better and to live in harmony. So if you have any kind of relationship with a thrill seeker, remember, they are seeking out the adrenaline high. Make sure you do your best to stay out of their way when they're looking for risky adventures. And as always, if you're looking for a physical therapist, you know where to find me, karenbonnie.com. 